0: We're super protective over any negative coming at or towards our kids. We just jump in like a mama bear, just on a rampage. Like, absolutely not. But do you do that for your husband, for your spouse? Husbands, do you do that for your wives? Welcome to season two of Shh, Unscripted and Naked Honesty podcast with me, your host, Coach Andy. Here, we explore the realities of marriage self-exploration, and motherhood. This podcast is especially for married couples who have experienced infidelity. I invite you to join me each week as I draw upon my personal reconciliation story and intuition to help others regain a happier and more fulfilling relationship, even if only one spouse is doing the work. Come along on this journey of self-discovery, healing, and honest conversations. Okay, guys, I'm going to drop some truth bombs because if you do not have boundaries in your relationships, just prepare for it to fail. I mean, I don't just stop now and be like, nope, not doing the boundary thing. I don't mind if this fails. Yeah. Okay. So got that off my chest. Guys, truth, boundaryless relationships do fail. It is literally your one job to be free or to be bound. Okay. By having boundaries, you're free. You really are free. Free from anxiety, free from the stress, free from feeling like you're not good enough and like things aren't going to work out. Or you can be bound by anxiety, stress, depression, the lack of security. You know, if that's your, that's the way you want to go. I mean, if that's your jam, by all means. But for those of you who are like, no, nah, I want to, you know, play to a different tune, then listen up. So, boundaries. You boundaries are there are meant to keep out the bad behaviors of others so that you can keep in those who honor respect and love on you and who you are at your core boundaries solidify who you are okay because here's the thing i like to identify myself as a zumba instructor Now if I didn't have the boundary of solidifying that I will teach up until my dying days I'm physically able then someone can take that from me and they literally take away a part of me because for me Zumba Fitness is the embodiment of dance and fitness and that is what I've done my entire life since I was three years old and it is what I love and it you know, became a part of me. It's like, Andy's always dancing. Andy's always listening to music. Andy is a fitness guru because her brother was a big fitness buff and still is. And it's become a part of my life because once I joined Zimba Fitness, there's this. there was this huge relief because it was during the season of my life where I was like, who am I? What do I want in this world? And what am I doing? And after having kids and getting married and going through a whole bunch of crap, You know, it was just like, what is there for me? And when Zumba came along, it was like that freedom to, (gasps) to be me. So that was one of the things you got to do is first decide what is it that you need that makes you feel free. And for an example, Zumba was one of those. And it really was the pinnacle and the turning point of solidifying Who I am. So you solidify yourself. Really solid core. The foundation of who you are. By boundaries. Now if you don't have any boundaries. Then that means. You pretty much don't have a way foundation. If you guys remember. If you haven't heard season one. I talked about way. W-A-I. Who am I? A foundation. Who am I? Who are you? But you got to ask that for yourself. Who am I? If you don't know who you are, you don't have any boundaries that stick, that are the foundation. They're in mobile. Okay. You notice that we have two types of homes out there. You have mobile homes and then you have homes that aren't going anywhere. There is a foundation laid in stone. It is solid. Now, if you like living in mobile homes, then by all means, keep moving as however life takes you, however life circumstances come up. Because you will sway to and for back and fro, depending on your life circumstances, based upon your life's decisions and choices of others, more so than your own. So let me tell you a story of what I mean, okay? Because I used to do this thing where I was really, really... In tune, or I felt obligated to please others. It's almost like having the constant foreplay without the orgasm at the end. Okay, you really never climax to your true potential. So I'm pleasing everyone, it feels good because I'm doing something for them, and I'm like, hey, I'm a giver, yay, I feel good. But then there's never that final release of ah. <gasps> And then you're just kind of left there like, where's mine? <laughs> and there's also a time when you don't have these boundaries in place that it's you're basically also approving a divorce. Yes, I said it. So I'm going from foreplay to not having orgasms to now approving a divorce. Andy, what would what you where are you going with this? Just stick with me. Just, just stick with me. Okay when we don't have this core foundation and I'm moving around and allowing other people to dictate how I feel or things are good enough based upon how they feel people pleasing, then it means that yes, divorce is approved because when there was cheating and infidelity going on in my marriage, I can tell you family members approved of our divorce. And if I want to appease them, because they think it's a good idea to get out of the relationship, then I have approved that divorce. You see what I'm saying? And without these boundaries, then basically, how can I communicate well? Intentional communication that either allows or doesn't allow what I truly want in my life. So you got to learn to communicate and intentional allowances and then what is no longer needed. So, for example, I will not allow my family members to speak ill of my spouse. If I choose to warrant or ask for their opinion about a certain situation, it's because I initiate it and then I'm allowing some feedback to be said. Otherwise, I will not listen to or allow someone to speak ill of my spouse, just like I wouldn't my kids. So you moms out there, you know how defensive you can be with your kids. My Johnny didn't do that. Oh, Johnny, you okay. You know, whatever the case may be. But you realize how protective we are over our kids and what we allow and especially the negative, right? Right. We're super protective over any negative coming at or towards our kids. We just jump in like a mama bear just on a rampage. Like absolutely not. But do you do that for your husband, for your spouse, husbands, do you do that for your wives? Papa Bear's around. He's in the he's in the background. Do you jump in? So you gotta be very, very intentional with having some boundaries and what people are allowed and not allowed to say about your relationship, about your spouse. And there's definitely a nice way to say, hey, hey, whoa, you don't talk about my spouse like that. Just like you would for your child. And I say for your child, because if relationships are on the brink or on the edge or just aren't doing as great, moms especially tend to uh, jump in and be the nurturer and spend more of their time and um, energies on their kids. And less on the relationship and on their spouse, especially if you, you know, you're like, I don't like my spouse right now. So we have this natural tendency to nurture our kids and protect our kids. And I'm saying, you know what, shift that to your husband. Okay. And communicate those intentional allowances and what's no longer necessary and what's no longer needed. So, for example, I told my husband, it's no longer needed that you ask me if I'm going to do Zumba anymore because it's happening like and we genuinely had to sit down and really communicate this to him because he didn't know the depth of my desire for Zumba and having that in my life until I communicated it to him and then he stopped saying you sure you want to teach (laughs) you know what I mean he already knows if we move he already knows and he'll probably be like, hey, we're this far from a gem. He'll probably do the research for me. Like he already knows. All right. Another thing that you want to have a boundary for is speaking about love languages. I haven't really talked about it yet in the season, but I'm going to bring it in a little bit now is. You want to definitely have in motion a constant praise on your spouse, on your partner for your love on you so for example when my husband gives me the words of affirmations I want to acknowledge and praise him for doing so I want to recognize him so when he says uh what did he say the other day um he said he like admired me for just being me or something about how I take care of my body and he's like gosh I look up to you I want to look at him and say, I deeply appreciate your words of love on me right now. Like acknowledging it. I don't want to side eye to him. I don't want to think, what does he want now? Is he just buttering up to me? Like get all of that out of your mind space. Just no. In the moment, acknowledge it. When I touch my husband and rub his arm, he verbally, because his love language is physical touch, he will verbally. Um, not moan or anything, but he just, mm, like he acknowledges that's what I need in your love on me. Okay. So praise them when they love on you. Another way is to really beef up some boundaries is you got to act in integrity on how they could love on you. Now, act in integrity, tell them what you need. Like, let it be the truth. Like when they actually do it and you feel it, you're like acknowledging it. Let them know that like that constant back and forth communication acting on act in integrity on how they can love on you right now, not yesterday, not in the future, do it now. Okay. Because that's going to lead to freeing yourself from their unintentional fears. Okay. There's more times than not people are projectors people project their fears onto other people so that they want to feel a sense of connection so let me repeat that people project their fears on others so let's say your husband is projecting a fear on you because he wants to have some type of per, some type of connection with you like almost like an agreement so You got to think about when someone has an agreement about something or you see something from someone's perspective, there's like a connection there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. High fives, blah, blah, blah. Okay, when someone comes up with a great idea and everybody's in agreement, you know, that's when you see people just light up and there's that connection. Now, unfortunately, that can happen through projecting something that someone feels within themselves. So say your husband feels Um, let me, let me give you an example between my husband and I. So I like to teach fitness classes because it keeps me in shape, literally. And I feel like sometimes, and sometimes my husband will agree with me, like if he has a lot of back pain, sometimes he'll be like, isn't that too much? You can't really do that. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on and, Sometimes he's looking for that affirmation like, yeah, let's take it easy. Let's not put too much on our plate because this pain, in his lower back, is unbearable. And doing more, of course, could exasperate that pain and that feeling. Now, I believe every one of us, including myself, does this really unconsciously. And so he's like, well, if she relaxes... More than I can relax more. So I want her to agree with me, right? This is the underlying subconscious part. I am actually okay. And I acknowledge that and I realize he's not trying to hold me back. Okay. But I also have to know that I've got to self-preserve myself and what I need to do for me and self-love on me. Because someone once said that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made And I'm, you know, awesome. And I know what I'm capable of. And so in all love, I'm like, you know what, babe? No, no, I'm fine. I can handle this. Because when I can't handle it, I know when to back off. You know, and that's usually all it takes. I just want you to know that you got to really separate yourself from someone's unintentional fears. Because it is your one job to self, you know, Preservation for yourself because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when you really take a look into yourself and what you need and what you want and create those boundaries for yourself, you know what you are capable of. And it's a lot more than you realize. Just want to throw that out there because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're here for a purpose. And there is so much you can do. And I know there's so much that I can do so I have that boundary around, you know, taking care of myself and teaching classes so that I know I stay accountable. All right. So one of the things you got to do is what is your first non-negotiable boundary that you know can stick, that is going to be in line with your heart, your soul, and your faith? Okay. You've got to stay in line with your heart, your soul, and your faith. So one of my... Boundaries is, like I said, I will always be Lord willing. And I know I used an absolute always, but (laughs) I know for me, 100 percent, if I am physically able, I will always be physically active, whether I'm teaching a class out hiking, doing something. I'm a little bit vain, so I love to look at myself and see that I love what I look like. And so for you, what does that look like for you? And just jot some things down. Okay, and I'll probably be coming up with a actually your first non-negotiable boundary video series completely free that you can check out. Okay, if that is available, it will definitely be in the show notes. Um, At the time of this recording, it's just like, a should I put this out there? So if you see it in the show notes, it's out there. And I encourage you to go through this free five day video challenge to create your first non-negotiable boundary that sticks. Because once you are in creating boundaries that are in line with your heart, your soul and your faith, and you are a solid person, it does amazing, amazing wonders for your marriage relationship, and for those naysayers, negative Nellies and Nancy's out there that can disrupt that foundation. Remember, you can be built on a slab of stone, concrete that is immobile, or you can be swaying and moving and in the traffic, start, stop, go in a mobile home based upon life circumstances where you just feel out of control, it's really up to you. No matter what emotions you're feeling and what struggles you're facing, you're not alone. By engaging in honest conversations about marriage and relationships, we can all learn how to build healthier connections with ourselves and our loved ones. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to spread the love, please share it on social media or better yet, leave a rating and review so I can truly connect with you and your feedback. Tune in each week for unfiltered advice that could change your love life. Stay true to you and I pray you feel super loved today.